All right, look like we live, look like we are up and running. This is, I want to make sure everything is sounding clear. All right, see if we good. Oh, wow, that's an interesting one. I'm looking at this uh, this All day right. in sports history. Yeah, this is, uh, I got a couple interesting ones when we get to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that, definitely. All right, this is um, episode 60 of the First and Frame Race podcast. First of all, anybody who came through, and listen to us um, yesterday. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, we're going to continue to uh, uh, um, continue to, you know, appreciate the ones who came through because that was kind of not intuitive. It was like out of the way, but we got it done. Um, like I said, episode 60 of the First and Frame Rates podcast, myself is VF Baller. We got DJ, we got Bills. We're back again with more topics and more things to talk about when it comes to sports and sports gaming. Uh, first, um, we're going to talk about the AAF. We're going to talk about this uh, pass interference call that um, they changed so it could be reviewed now. Also, we're going to talk about uh, Sim versus Sim versus Comp. Um, basically, still saying Sim. I on that one that time. I'm like Jesus Christ. Um, we got some guys in the community that uh, actually are uh, again they're you know against each other because of the way they play Madden, which is uh, it's unfortunate it shouldn't be that way. But we're going to get into that. Gronk is retiring in the Robert Kraft situation and what happened with him as far as him uh, ex- not accepting the deal but offered a deal. And um, uh, we're going to add a little bit of legal things to that based on my knowledge and get our information, you know, our commentary from a uh, the other two hosts. If you want to catch us on um, iTunes or SoundCloud, the link is down in the description. Uh, if you want to catch us live, we're here every Wednesday at 7, uh, unless something else comes up and we're going to try to do something special. Um, I, but I promise you, if we do something special, we're going to make sure the person who's supposed to be here will be on time. But that's another story. Um, Bills, what's going on with you, man? How, how you been? I've been good, man. I've been fasting uh, as many of you probably know the past five days so that's going well uh making a lot of strides in my music career so that's also going well and yeah just watching this ncaa tournament is coming back tomorrow night i believe so yeah yeah we need to, we, we need to talk about that soon i, I haven't got any much insight and you know it don't it'll get be a good day to talk about it today yeah, I mean, it does to me personally. It doesn't get any. It doesn't get interesting till it gets around elite eight. But you guys mm. are watching more than I have, so I'm pretty sure you can add some insight to that. Right. Um, DJ, what about you? What's been going on? Well, not much between the last 24 hours. Uh, just been sitting back, relaxing. Uh, pretty interesting topics. You probably will mm-hmm. hear from mostly Bills and and uh, VF today because like some of the topics I'm looking at, I'm just like. I, I honestly don't have much to add except for the AAF troubles. That's that's kind of interesting and definitely the pass interference topic. You'll probably hear more from me. I think you'll have so, a little bit more. I think you have a little bit more to say as the time goes on. I, 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 I think I'm, it's just my energy level right now. I'm, I'm kind of low. Oh, yeah. What you been doing? Oh, boy. Why you want to know? Or rather, who you've been doing? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, who you've been doing? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I said, I'm going to stop right there. Well, good. 
I, I, I bet Pooh's wondering what kind of condoms and plastic were used in that, uh, <laughs> and rubber and all kind of other, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know how that is, you know, Pooh's on a whole nother level, man. I'm telling you, he on that twenty, he on that twenty thirty seven shit. We're not ready for that. We're yeah, it's only twenty nineteen. Fucking poop is uh, what you call called him? B five. Oh god, <laughs> I know, right? Um, thanks for the people who do come support. I mean, this podcast is growing so slowly but surely. It's it's getting there. Um, I was looking at some analytics, and um, we're actually getting a lot of people from around the world watching. And I'm um, listening to the podcast, not only here on YouTube, um, also on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, got people from France, Germany, um, some people from the uh, other parts of the United Kingdom, um, as well as people here in the state. So if you're listening now or you downloaded and listened to the podcast, we definitely appreciate your, the support. Um, go around and let people know in your country that, you know, there's a group of guys who talk about sports and sports gaming and and we actually try to give you an honest opinion about what we do and, and roast people too. That's yeah, yeah, the main thing. Yeah, we try, we try. What's going on, Chris Thomas? How you doing? Uh, um, but we we definitely uh, appreciate everybody who's coming through because I mean, it was especially Chris, man. Chris been here every episode, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I, no, I, yeah. Ever since we get went live, he's been here. I do appreciate that. He, I think he has. Big shout out yeah. to him, man. And yeah. also, the viewership is growing. I, we're already at 10. No, Bro, no, we had, we had a lot of people in a snippet last week. Yeah. It blew my mind. I was like, it's like 17, 18 people over here. Right, and right. Like, Kia what's going on, Kia? What's going yeah. on? What's going on, Kia? Yeah, I, yeah. What's up, Pete? What's going on? Yeah, uh, Atlanta repping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, who's that Atlanta repping? Oh, that's uh, 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 really? That's probably. Uh, yeah. When I used to live in Atlanta, I didn't I didn't realize like I mean, you know, not to, you know, put it out there, you know, be too local, but when I was living in Atlanta, I worked like very close to where he lives. And then we just happened to uh you know cross that that threshold one day. We found out like, yo, you work there, and I was like, Yeah, I was like, Well, I live, I was like, that's pretty cool. So it's a small world, you never know who you may run into, you know, inside or outside of the internet. So I tell that to tell that to Jimmy, tell that to Jimmy and Heart Eight. <laughs> wow! <laughs> but honestly, shout out to anybody who lives in Atlanta or who used to live in Atlanta. I'm glad you guys got out for catching anything. Oh, <laughs> oh boy! No, but uh, we're, we're gonna. Um, I know the uh, the topics are like in a certain order, but we're gonna flip it because what we found out earlier to. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. What we found out earlier today about the AAF and um, right now it looks like they're going to be in trouble again as far as finances. After the first week of the um, of the season, they was having money problems with getting players paid. Now we're looking at a situation now where the NFL is not cooperating with the AAF um, as far as giving them players to use for their um, for their league, and it, it may end up being shut down. Um, I don't think this is necessarily a financial issue. It could be a part of it, but mostly it's just a personnel thing. I mean, uh, and I understand it. When you look at the when you look at the NBA, it, like the D League or whatever, these are guys that are just lower tier, and they're not you know able to to fill that roster of a fifteen. I think it's a fifteen man roster, twelve man roster. Mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. with the NFL, you know, do you have fifty three players plus a practice squad? You know what I'm saying? So it's like. They're going to try to hold on to their players just in case they need them. They, I don't think they would want them to go down to the AAF and get injured and you know lose on whatever investment they have in that player. So, um, 
based on what I've read, that looks like that's the issue outside of possibly money. But the main thing was, was just personnel. Um, I'm going to let DJ go first. What, what are your thoughts about this situation? Because I'm, I'm actually kind of baffled. I don't think this has anything to do with personnel. I think with the rave reviews that the AAF has been getting in each week of its uh, games and broadcast, I think the NFL is kind of a little jealous there. I think they don't want to be – I think behind the scenes, they don't want to be associated with AAF. I think it's just one of those things where it's just like now the league has – I'm going to just call them a legit star in the league and, and like as far as name uh, recognition and Manziel, Manziel, Johnny Manziel. And uh, it's just one of those things where it's just like – kind of could see that the NFL looks at the AAF as competition. And I, they I, don't want to support the competition. I can so see that. I mean, our grapes in my mind. I'm I'm looking at a I'm looking at the New York Post right here. I'm um, I'm not going to put it up on the screen. I'm uh well, I might as well. I put it up on the screen so people can see it's basically oh the um the New York Post is saying that the lack of cooperation in NFL players association to use NFL players. So that's what I was saying. I think is an issue of personnel, and like you said, they may be jealous because um, uh, there's a lot of positive things that happen in AF on the field. Even though that the top notch talent isn't there, you people are really intrigued to see what happens in this league. In the NFL, mm-hmm. it's more like okay, we know what player is going to do what. Um, we know what's going to happen. We're just going to watch and see who wins. No, people that are watching AF are literally hanging on to every single play to see what happens next. Like but, in NFL, I, I mean, like just but, the NFL fist is popular, but red zone is like killing it. Nobody's like watching every play; they're just waiting for you know a team to get in the red zone. You know, so it's not it's not, it's not as compelling, in my opinion. And I got a question, and it, it's one of those things where. If the NFL, because mainly it was the NFLPA that that that's having this issue, and my my question is, well, if they've signed on with an AAF team, then why why would it be a problem for the NFL because they're not signed on to a team? They like yeah, it seems like they don't understand that 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 these players are signing on to these AAF teams in hopes of trying to get on to the NFL. But if they're not signed to an NFL team, what gives the NFL PA the right to be like, to express a concern over players that they are not currently guiding over? Yeah, I That's agree. my question. I mean, that, I mean, that's actually a pretty good point. I mean, you're right. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna show the screen right here so um, people could see, uh, let's see, waiting for it to share, it's not responding. I will wait leave, for that. that and that just leads me to believe again. I, I believe it's about sour grapes. You know, people are tuning in to the AAF, and people are going to start not tuning in to the NFL. Like you pointed out with the red zone, people are just interested when teams get in the red zone because that's the way you built your league. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all high flying. It's like scoring, 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 scoring. The, when I when I saw at least by week two, I knew for certain people who watch the AAF are people who are diehard football fans. These are people who want to see X's and O's by people who you may not know about, 
who's going to be out there, who's going to be that guy that stands out. That makes it interesting compared to, okay, I know what Julio Jones is going to do. Uh, okay, I know what Adrian Peterson's going to do. You know, Tom Brady's about to throw for 340. We already know that. So, like, call me when these guys get, into the, get to the 15-yard line. So, it, I mean, it's nothing to take away from the NFL because it's still a good product to watch. But when you're, like, really looking at the surface of the AAF, it's like this is what people want to watch. People want to watch, like, just straight football. Bills, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, I definitely think it's sour grapes. I definitely think it's jealousy. I compare it to WWE. There's a reason that there's a non-compete clause when somebody asks for the their release from the company. They can't compete with any other company until a certain date is passed. So when I'm looking at the NFL, it's just the same as Vince McMahon. They're trying to kill their competition before the competition even becomes their competition. I mean, I we spoke about this. I really did think the NFL was going to have a problem with this because they're putting on a really good brand of football, and they feel threatened. I mean, Johnny Manziel is in there now. I'm sure that there are other players who will eventually want to go to the AAF the NFL sees this. They see people not complaining about the rules, not complaining about things going on within the game. They see all this good press that the AAF is getting from their fans, and they're like, well, we got to shut this down before it even starts. I mean, not only that. I mean, one of the big things about the AAF, when they started to show you how instant replays are done, that was a big, that was a big thing for a lot of viewers. Because here's the thing. Let's say they let one of these guys – well, I should say let some of these guys from the NFL go over and sign with the AAF. Let's say they become big stars. They're going to regret it. The NFL is going to regret that. So I can see it from their perspective. It's definitely sour grapes. It's definitely jealousy. There's no other way to explain it as far as I'm concerned. Um, that's. I mean, there's no other way to explain it. I think it's definitely jealousy. They don't want to see this thing pick up steam. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I, I, I can agree with that. Now, I want to give y'all guys a heads up. I mean, everything's fine with the stream right now. Nothing's going on. Um, I just have a couple of windows that's not responding. But other than that, we're still up and running. So if you don't see me respond in the chat or whatever, it's because of that. But other than that, we're still going. So that's a good thing. That's why I wasn't able to show the screen of the AF, um, the po the NY, I mean NY, the New York Post. Um Oh, you the, would really write in it that way. Right, yeah. yeah. I couldn't put up I couldn't put up the um the actual screen share because it's it's saying it's not responding. So I'm just gonna in let other it words, ride. He was experiencing technical difficulties. No, it's not it, it, yeah, as of right now, yeah, but we good. But anyway, my, my take on it, um, I think Bill's you're you're spot on. Like when you said week one, when we gave our impressions about the AF, you like this mm -hmm. could be something that the NFL could really be um jealous of because they're doing things that are way more transparent they're giving you authentic football they're giving you some things that the nfl just don't i i they they kind of turn a blind eye to or they just decide like you know we'll just put it on the back burner for down the road and it's it's getting to the point where a lot of people are starting to see that and you could be right the nfl could be like no you're not going to use our players because it's pulling talent away from us what if somebody on the practice squad or somebody that's on the team that's like third or fourth string goes to the af and becomes a star people yeah. are look at that team and be like well why you had this guy fourth string or why you had this guy on the practice squad obviously he can play 
and it could be a real, you know, it, it could be a somewhat of a PR nightmare to, to a certain extent. So that's I, the worst thing the NFL could could possibly see happen would be an Arian Foster situation. Another late round guy that goes over there and turns the league into you know, I mean, because obviously we've been seeing high quality football. So once they start star building and making stars in their own right with their marketing, that's when NFL would really be in trouble. Because now it wouldn't just be, well, he used to play in NFL. Now it's, oh, he plays in the AF. That actually means something. And the NFL doesn't want that. What if a billionaire decides he wants to purchase an AF team and start negotiating with players entering the NFL draft? That's what scared the hell out of NFL. Yeah, that's what happened with the USFL. He's exactly right. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, like I said, I don't think not just the NFL. I don't think the other major sports leagues want to see this happen because it'll just give the courage and the interest to you know somebody else who wants to start up a league whether it's hockey or basketball or baseball and we might see this across all sports after yeah. a while chris also said chris said that um there there's gonna be some draft prospect that won't get drafted but can make a move to the af I mean, that's there, let's say okay. if that happens and somebody goes undrafted go to the af and end up being a superstar there Man. You know, yeah, a lot of teams who probably, you know, how some reporters are, they found out that that person was on their list. They didn't get to that list. Now, let's say, you know, the, the Houston Texans or the, the Arizona Cardinals, it will be a PR nightmare for them because they could have got that player, and he's over here thriving. Now, AAF ratings are going up, and nobody's looking at that team. Well, just imagine if Kyler Murray's draft stock was what it was about a couple months ago, and he decided to just go to the AAF and tore it up. That's the last thing the the NFL wants to see. Yeah, they don't want to see that. They don't want to see guys that didn't get drafted who are still very good go to the AEF and make this a growing and just you know a very high quality league. They don't want to see that. They want to see this thing die before it even gets going. Yeah, I mean that when I when I heard about them like probably gonna fold again, I thought it was a money issue. But the the first thing that came up said that the 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 NFLPA don't want to cooperate with using their players. So I'm like, yeah. it, it clearly there's an issue there to where they know, like, we don't need, you know, a third string quarterback going over there and lighting it up. And then people going to be questioning us, you know, I mean, we told folks in the first place that that was not any type of paper agreement that they were going to be a development league for the NFL. That was not even a handshake agreement. It was an unspoken agreement that was put across. It was never the actual no, no. situation yeah, between those right. leagues. You're yeah. right. You're right. It, uh, like um, um, ED the, the, the gamer, like we were saying, it, it wasn't necessarily supposed to be a developmental league, yeah. but it was, it was just an avenue for them to use if they want to try to re-enter the NFL. Um, if it was a straight developmental league, I mean, basically at that point, the NFL is just trying to cut off the college, uh, the college um, aspect of of the draft. Of course, that's, that's basically what that would have been if that was the case. So, um, I think it was just another opportunity for some players who aren't playing go out and play. And if some teams, you know, actually, you know, like what they see on some of the team, they can actually draft them or they can sign them. Mm -hmm. um, I'm starting to wonder: Does the NFL actually any have any uh, 
do they have any interest in signing anybody from the AF? Because there's a few players that could go there. Basically. Well, they'll probably gut it, but they're going to gut it and make sure that this league can't keep going, which is why I think this league needs to look at that and say, we need to keep going. Fuck the NFL. We don't need to so, take any of y'all's players. So I got a question. If that's uh -huh. where they're going to get their players from. Get the players from college. Or okay. they can get them from the CFL. They can get them. They can get them. They're players that are itching for the But you know what, though? You know what? Another good place to go if they go to, like, the arena football. Go to arena yeah. football, but also go to the guys in college who have to wait three years to play in the NFL. Maybe they're a sophomore and they want to play football. Oh, if, if they – um, and that's one thing that I was worried about when – when this started, I was like, if they start undercutting the, the NFL and get some sophomores or some freshmen yeah. playing at least, the NFL, I'm going to tell you, NFL will try to do anything they can to try to shut them down. Like, oh, Trevor Lawrence, you don't want to play your junior year? Okay. Come on over to AF. Right. Yeah. Right, Pete. That's exactly what I got from the, the New York Post um, thing. Like, the AFL is trying to leverage the NFLPA for cooperation. But that's what I'm saying. I don't see... Like like NYK said earlier, I don't see how that could be an issue. Honestly, they they would work together to make this happen, and they can make more money out of it on the back end. But the NFL just doesn't want to. They 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 see they see that this league is picking up steam. Even if yeah. there was a written agreement that said that those players would have to, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, return to the NFL or whatever, they could play in the spring and then you know, come back to the NFL in the fall, they, they still wouldn't want that because it's still giving credence to this league. It's still giving legitimacy to this league, and they don't want it to be legit. Yeah, I think Pete got it right. The AF wanted – I think they still do. I think the whole thing behind it was they want to be a part of the NFL as a developmentally. I think that's what Heinz Ward was saying. It wasn't the intention of the begin with, but that was the format that they were trying to push. Uh, and it seems like that the NFL don't want to use that based on them not wanting them to use their players. Well, see, either game is saying NFL will just draft them a year or two later if they're ball. Yeah, but how do we know that? Let's say but these guys even, turn. I, let's even, say these guys turn that league into a, a a giant, you know, multi million dollar company. Why would they go to the NFL? But not only that's that, what the NFL is worried about. Even if they did, it's a win-win for both sides. It is. If, if you can get some players to play in the AAF for two years, they, of get, they they're already getting money. They make a little bit of money. Then they can get a bigger contract in the NFL. I yeah. think it wins for both sides. I don't see but how we've that's seen a it. But we've seen it. We've seen it happen even in the video gaming realm, where all it takes is one legitimate guy to cross those enemy lines. And all of a sudden, the power goes to the other side. I mean, that's what I said from the beginning. I was like, what if it takes like one or two yeah. guys, to one one superstar just decides to go over there, or a guy that was a superstar in college just decided to say, forget the draft, I'm going over here. It only takes one guy that's like, I'm tired of getting these bullshit so-called random drug tests. I'm going to the mm -hmm. AEF. Yep. That, that's, a, that's another thing about it, too. You're right. Let Josh Gordon go to the AF. The NFL oh, starts sweating real quick. Not only that, not only that, we're going to talk about this next. The the PI called us out there. Yeah. If that could, that becomes a problem, let's jump into that. Yeah, some safeties and some cornerbacks feel like they can't play properly. What if they go over there and they just decide to say, "Hey, look, 
you know, y'all don't have this rule. I'm going to go be and play like I want to. Which, yeah. which technically it is, you know, you can't help but to play the way you play as a cornerback. If yeah. the guy's called, P.I.'s called. That's mm-hmm. a part of the game. You know, I don't necessarily, you know, um, advocate for just blatant pass interference, but there's going to be times where you're going to interfere with a player. That's a part of the sport. Yeah, so let's so let's get on this topic real quick. So for anybody who doesn't know, basically the NFL, um, the owners voted in favor of passing uh, a new rule, which basically says that pass interference, offensive and defensive, well, we assume it is because they just said pass interference, can be both reviewable, or I should say will be both reviewable and challengeable. So well, calls and no calls. Calls and no calls. So my thing is I hate this. I hate this for several reasons, but the number one reason that I hate this is because it, and VF said this yesterday while we weren't streaming, it's like, this opens up a Pandora's box that I don't think they want to open. So let's say, let's say PI is reviewable. Why isn't holding reviewable? Why isn't blocking the back reviewable? I'm not even gonna go into that yet, but I, I'm. A, I'm. A but I'm saying about- that's. But 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 that's when you look at these subjective calls. If one subjective call is reviewable, then why aren't they all reviewable? All it's gonna take is one team losing with a bullshit holding call, and they're gonna go and bitch and moan all offseason. Our team lost despite the fact our quarterback threw a pick in overtime. We're gonna bitch about the fact that PI wasn't called. Give me a break. Let, let me let me tell you something about this. Let me tell you about this this rule. The, the the problem with this rule is when you have a pass interference call that is that is constantly oh that will be reviewable. You're gonna have situations where Pandora's box is open. Anything and everything is gonna be reviewed, and it's gonna swing games over and over, especially no calls. Like who who's gonna sit out here and actually? You know, review a non-call. I mean, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. The one that happened with the Saints, I th- clearly you could tell that was. But what if it's one that's kind of tit for tat? What if there's one that was there, but you know, it, it, it's in a heated moment of the game? Like what? we say, let them play. What's you the know? point of throwing a flag at all if it's just going to be reviewed every time? It's going to be second guessed every time. There's no point. It just it makes no sense to me. It's like it's like you might as well just go on the field and receivers call their own fucking calls. I mean, I, I think this is somewhat of a kin to I think this is a much of an overreaction to what happened with the the, the uh Aaron Rodgers rule when they tried to sack and don't put their weight on somebody. Yeah. You know, I think that was I mean, like like that that's another thing I, I forgot to say. Chris Thomas said, Good luck on the Hail Mary at the play at the end of the game. Of course. What if what if a coach throws the flag and say he was passing the fair his player was passing interference? Come to find out uh, upon further review that okay. the player, it was offensive passing interference. Now hold on, now now I got another one. Now I got no, another no, one. No, 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 no. No, the only way is the review is, is not there to throw with the challenge flag because after two minutes, they're gonna be reviewing it up at the booth after that. So I mean that that's when the, that's when chaos you think chaos is going on now within the last two minutes of a game. Think about that when you add that on top of it. Well, real quick, DJ, let's get your thoughts. I it's well, one, I know it's gonna prolong the game because definitely is. it's gonna it's definitely gonna take the referees out the game because every, I'm like just like you were saying earlier, 
why not holding? Why not? Uh, why not any of the other, other judgmental calls that can be made in the game? All everything should be reviewable. Um, D- defensive I, holding, defensive holding by a defensive back is going to be horrible. Oh god! I'm like the NFL over the last decade, and I, and probably a, for even longer than that has been putting in rules based on overreaction and just taking football out of the game. They literally have taken football out of the game. And what you're watching is a far cry from most of us, from what most of us grew up watching. So it's just mm-hmm. like, that's why when we were talking about the AAF just earlier and the NFL being jealous, I'm like the NFL has itself to blame for stuff like this, stuff like yeah. this ruining the game. So it's just going to mm-hmm. be another rule based on overreaction is just going to run the game. Now, here's another one. These teams want to bitch and moan about ca- calls that cost them the game. Uh, where's the complaint about illegal hands to the face, all the bullshit ones that were called last year? Yeah. How about that? You can't, you can't review that, though, right? Here's my thing. You want to make it reviewable? I have no issue. Don't let them challenge it. Don't let them challenge it. You want to review it? That's fine. Don't let them challenge it. Because, see, the thing is, when you start calling an official out and he has to go review his own play that he called, it's not like – it's like in the NBA if they called a foul on the last play of the game and then the coach is like, oh, well, I think you should go review it. I don't think it was a foul. Now you're going back to review a subjective call. You're not reviewing something that where there's a baseline and it's like, oh, did you get across the plane? You can look at that and look at it and say, okay, well, yeah – like this is objective. Did he cross the plane or did he not? I think but the only when you go only, back and review a subjective call, it's like, come on. Like the only two penalties I feel that are reviewable is like um the one when the quarterback goes across the line of scrimmage and try to throw the ball and intentional yeah. grounding. I think those are the only two that that are penalties that should be reviewable. Yeah. All these other ones is like it's like you you're taking the eyes away from the from the ref. Like what happened? You are. What happened in New Orleans, we get it. It's a blown call. Blown calls happen all the time. They do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it it should be, you know, you live and you learn. That ref, if you want to reprimand him, fire him, that's fine. But bad calls are going to happen. As blatant as it looks. But the problem is you take that one blatant call and blanket it over all the 32 teams as if that it happens all the time. That's bullshit, and that's where the problem is going to call. Another thing I hate that they're doing. Well, just call the PI because you're going to be able to review what? it anyway. Like, wh- what are you talking about? But no. You gotta understand, not only that, Bills, they can review non-calls either. I mean, but, no, but what I'm saying, the, what they're telling these refs is, well, just call the PI. No, I'm going to call PI if I see PI, period. And if a, and like I said, and if a ref don't, that's the element of the sport. That's why you right. refs refs get trapped. We all know refs just don't even look at traveling anymore in the NBA. Look at James Harden. That traveling, oh, yeah. we, talk, we talked about that yesterday. And here's my thing. If I'm at a basketball game and I stand up and start chewing out a ref and all of a sudden a fucking uh, challenge flag comes from the bench of my home team that I'm cheering for, <laughs> it takes it out of it. It's like, well, now I'm not angry anymore because now i got to sit and say, oh, well, are they going to review it? Wait, look, you're going to be kidding me. Like, what are we doing right now? You're taking all the subjectivity out of the game. That's why people don't want a computerized strike zone in baseball. 
Well, I mean, that, you, why? I mean, we're not even talking about calls. We can take it a, a step higher. You see what happened to the BCS? Yes. You got tired of computers. Yes. Telling you who's number one and number two. Of course. You and know, there's still it, arguments. It, the human element of sports always take precedent. I don't care what nobody say. I mean, I get it where that, you know, like you said, with other things that need to be reviewed, somebody stepped out of bounds, whatever the case may be. I don't, I'm not even going to talk about the catch rule. That That's, I don't even want to get there. But, you know, certain things I can see. I don't agree with it, but I can see where you're going to have people say, all right, let's, um, let's review this. But overall, these penalties, um, certain other things, uh, that are in game, they should be left alone to the to the ref. I I, I totally agree with that. I you, think that, you know what's funny. What's oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You know what's funny, and this will probably segue to the next uh, topic. I feel like with the NFL and their and their rules, instituting all these rules, it kind of reminds me of a certain game that's overpatched that you enjoy it for a certain amount of time. <sighs> After two weeks, it gets patched to hell, and all of a sudden, it's not the same game that you bought. And another reason, and another reason that comparison is actually very accurate is because the NFL is pandering to one specific it's demographic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, exactly. And is is that that's the problem I have? I, yeah, play teams get robbed all the time. They do. It happens. That's the part of the sport. You want to get mad at the refs? Fine. I mean, it, it's a part. That's an element of the sport that people don't want to acknowledge that, look, everybody's human. The human element makes sports great. I mean, it, it is what it is. They get it wrong. They get it wrong. They get it right. If it favors your team, cool. If it don't, it don't. That's and, not a part of it. And I hate to go back to history, but let, let's let's not forget people the reason this rule is being instituted is because a team had a pi call go against them get the ball first in overtime and their quarterback threw a pick then their defense couldn't stop the offense let's just remember that that's that's where this came from well, i mean yeah i mean let's be honest it it really didn't it really didn't uh, it didn't lose in the game yeah it, it wasn't the end all be all in the game at the end of the day, it really wasn't. Well, you know, if you have a parade, if you have a parade with people dressed in in uh, referee outfits and they're doing <laughs> a bunch of bullshit out in the street in New Orleans, you know, you you get shit like this reviewed, but and then you got Tom Payne from it's a small victory. Shut the fuck up. It, it, it's blasphemous, blasphemous for people to say that Drew Brees don't do things like that. Right. You know, I mean, as good as he is, I mean, he's done it before, and, and I'm pretty sure it won't. It may not be the last time. It's crazy, man. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just I think at the end of the day, when we look at this, we're gonna see this by week four, and they're gonna realize that there's a problem, just like the Aaron Rodgers rule when that guy tore his ACL trying not to put his weight on somebody. Uh-huh. And, and after that, nobody something you didn't hear that call been ha- happen at all for the rest of the year. Oh, y'all thought games were high scoring last year? <laughs> oh, yeah. y'all, y'all haven't seen a damn thing. These receivers. These receivers are going to have carte blanche to do whatever the hell they want to, and these DBs are basically going to be playing on-ball defense in the NBA. They're not going to be able to make any type of contact at all. What if these What if, What if? if these DBs or wide receivers start flopping to try to get a flag? Oh, you, you know what's going to happen, and then they're going to be like, well, he flopped. Let's go back and look at it. Come on. And it, 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 I, but I'm just saying, what if that happens? It, even if they get it right or wrong and they call the person out for flopping, it's still gonna be a waste of fucking time. This is minute, this gotta, is uh-huh. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I got a question on that. Does the NFL have an unsportsmanlike for 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 flopping? No, no, whatever. No, they don't. I know the NHL they have that rule. I know the NBA they supposed to have that. They claim they, they were gonna sports. give guys checks. They have never given anybody a check for flopping. I and still NHL think it's the only one that does it. Yeah. No, I think at the end of the day, um, I think we can agree. If anything about pass interference. Do y'all agree that it should just be 15 yards? I think the spot of the foul shit is, is, is overblown and it needs to be done with. Spot foul definitely uh, now. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I, okay, even if it's not spot of the foul, I'll say a 25-yard penalty. Well, well think about it. What we're going to see now. 25 gonna, yards, no. I'm gonna well, now, well, no, I, think, I think 15 is like fine. 10% of what well, that is true. That is true. Take well, think about it. Down. Well, think about it, though. Going to be significant enough to, this is going to be the issue. Yeah. Well, this is going to be the issue, DJ, is now, okay, you know how they do on the free plays when offside is called? That's going to be a regular play now. They're just going to be chucking the ball up like, yeah, go ahead. Ooh, what if it's what, my what, what, what if it's somebody jumps off sides? They hike the ball because they get a five yard penalty, yeah. throw the ball up in the air, and it end up being a, a pass interference, or the 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 coach end up throwing a flag, thinking this five yard penalty. So and then, and, and, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna get ridiculous. It's just, uh. well, wait a minute. And the way you explained it, they kind of do that now but you, they have a it, it's basically a couple of calls that are called and you and as a coach you have a choice to, to decline or accept either one of them what if it's a no call but they challenge it anyway yeah. they come to find out that it was passing the family exactly. off the and it right. could be a disaster it then, is then, it could be a real disaster they'll probably give that coach a chance to take the first penalty all I know is preseason is going to be very interesting to watch. And usually I don't watch preseason much, but preseason is going to be very interesting. It is because you're going to have a lot of low-tier DBs, some low-tier wide receivers going and out And they're going to be overkill on this rule, too, like they always are. Yeah. But you know what? But to be fair, though, it didn't get as bad until um, week one with the Aaron Rodgers rule. Oh yeah, no, no, no doubt about that. So, no I mean, you might that. be right, but I think week one you're really going to see it. So, oh, man, uh, let's let's get into uh, let's get into Robert Kraft real quick. Okay, uh, Robert Kraft. Um, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Robert Kraft, if you don't know, um, Robert Kraft basically um was caught in a in one of these uh, you know, one of these special spas where you get more than. You know, caught getting off. Yeah, yeah, no, you 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 get <laughs> happy ending. ending. Call it what it is. You get a happy ending. Yeah, you get a happy ending. You get a little more than what you you know what you came for. Uh, but, like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that was wrong. I tried not to say. Oh God. That's what but, um, uh, with that being said, um, you know, wait, they, wait, uh, uh, hold on, real quick. He said, "What was the rule last season that disappeared? That was um." Yep, yeah, that was the Aaron yeah. Rodgers rule. Rodger when that guy tore his ACL trying not to put his weight on people. And and it's funny that Aaron Rodgers was the one that made, that was the reason why the rule came up. And their linebacker, Clay Matthews, was the one that being penalized the most. Yeah. <laughs> and I, but anyway, I, I, just uh, saw, I just saw this. Only Pooh would think of this. They might have a sex tape on them. Oh, my God. <sighs> oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway. Um, Robert Kraft was um 
he was uh like we said in the first time it, it came up, Robert Kraft was subjected to uh, possibly a year in jail, a misdemeanor, um, uh, X amount of fine. I don't know what it was, but I told um, Bills, my time in law enforcement, this stuff gets basically shoved under the rug. No time. You may pay a fine. Mm-hmm. If anything, you'll get probation. I, right. I, I would never see. I mean, your regular Joe Blow on the street who gets caught up in stuff God, like Joe Blow. Come on, man. Can't get away from it. The regular guy on the street gets caught up in stuff like this. That's what they get. They get those little slap on the wrist. So a guy who is prominent as Robert Kraft, it, it is par for the course. They'd be lucky if he got anything, you know, much less. So with that being said. They offered him to for him to plead, which like that's a part of the deal to get a misdemeanor. Plea, um, plea out. Um, I think it was some other stuff he had to admit that he done wrong or whatever, and write a statement or something. And I think that's the optics of him not um necessarily uh, agreeing to it because he doesn't want to admit to it. But if he took the plea deal, it'll happen anyway. They got too much stuff on him for him not to you know plea personally. Mm-hmm. But, with Robert Kraft, uh, a lot of people were kind of up in arms, like, why is he, um, why is this deal being put on the table? It happens all the time. I mean, a lot of people may yeah. not know, like with me, we when when I was an um, when I was an intern with the with law enforcement prior to me um, getting out of college, there were times we were on the beat with our other officers, and we'll just see a lot of vice crimes with prostitution or whatever, and they'll write them a ticket. They would literally, they wouldn't even arrest them. They'll just write them a ticket and say, look. You either show up in court or you pay this $450 fine. Mm-hmm. This type of stuff is literally a slap on the wrist. And when people think that it's white privilege or whatever, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, that's still out here today. But this is par for the course. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing. So I'm, I don't understand why people are up in arms about it. Bill, since this is, um, you know, the owner the of your owner. favorite team, I mean, what mm-hmm. what? Man, like I said, I, I I really have thought I've thought this whole time that this whole thing's been overblown. The dude got head in a fucking massage bar. Who cares? Who fucking cares? Based on what we saw, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Based on the report that we saw, yeah, he got a little more. Right. I think the flip side to that, I think the reason why this is a big deal is because of the sex trafficking side of it. If this, if that wasn't all. <laughs> He said if he filmed it, wouldn't it be a porno? I mean, it would have yeah. been right. He yeah. wind up on Pornhub or something like oh, that. Oh, shit. Man. But seriously, though, that's that's the flip side of, you know, this whole thing when it comes to being. Because the problem was that law enforcement filmed him in the spa. If he did it himself, it, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, it, it would have been porn. It would have been legal, honestly. It, yeah. you know, I'm real weird about that, you know? Honestly, yeah. I don't think he's yeah. doing anything wrong. No, I uh, personally, I don't think not, not like he's married. I'm like, right? Is yeah, wait, 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 wait. Well, no, nah, he's not married. I think that's his girlfriend. She's like yeah. mad young too. Yeah, yeah, oh, he, wow. he has a girlfriend. But I mean, my thing is, I don't think that he, he necessarily did anything, enough. quote unquote, wrong. <laughs> I think the is the fact that the sex trafficking part was a part of it. Yeah, Everybody that's the who, part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anybody who came in and out of that facility is going to be, you know, be, you know, they're going to be. Wait a minute, hold a correction. Kraft is not married. 
his wife died. Yeah, yeah, his wife. Wait, died. Well, I'm saying he's with, he has a girlfriend. No, I'm correct. He's a gamer. He is. Oh yeah. Craft is married. Yeah, he's yeah, with no, the model. He's with the model, but I don't think they're married at all. Yeah, no, I don't think they're married. No, I'm saying, yeah. I think if it was just the sex trafficking, if that wasn't there. I think this would have been a situation where, look, you're doing illegal activities and you're exchanging sexual favors for money. And, and like I said from the get-go, another slap on the wrist. It would probably made the news, but, I mean, it, it, it wouldn't have gone as serious as this. If anything, Robert Kraft would have probably got a ticket for that on a serious mm -hmm. note instead of being hemmed up with a misdemeanor. So, like I said, uh, don't get me wrong. I, I I worked on I worked in the justice system. I know how it's supposed to work. Yeah, there are aspects of it that is broken, but with this situation, I mean, <clears throat> anybody in the chat, anybody that's on this uh in this podcast got hemmed up like that. In in, in thirty days, they'll probably offer you a plea deal. I mean, y'all y'all could have saw this if y'all watched um the Catch a Predator with Chris Hansen. Everybody who got caught up, they'll tell you what happened to them at the end of the episode. Most of those guys got. They were either got a misdemeanor or they maybe got a year because there was a repeat offender. So, it, it, to me, it's nothing, you know. Oh, who uh, we you haven't talked it. about Gronk yet? No, we haven't talked about Gronk yet. No. Oh, uh, anybody else want to add to that situation? Nah, I got. It. Uh, I, I kind of you know, <clears throat> like, like the same way he's getting. Well, see, the thing is with Robert Kraft, I felt like he didn't do anything wrong. But there's similar similarities between him and Jesse Smollett. Oh God, uh, I knew that was so. Coming. It's just, you know, when you, I'm like, in this case, you have money, you're privileged because you have your you have your wealth and you have everybody. There's a lot of celebrity. You can get off. There's a lot of backdrop no behind what happened to Jesse Smollett the, the, the last day or so. The reason why all those charges was dropped, which I don't want to get into on this, because that that it, it goes into the political realm, and I don't want to go into that because it, it somebody got paid. Yeah, it, it it you I'll put it like this: you know it's bad when Rahm Emanuel is mad at this situation. Yep, you know something was some some fuck shit happened. When That's he's mad, that can't even talk about shit. Right. So he when, withheld evidence at one point. Right. So <laughs> when he's, he's mad, mad at the fact that Jesse Smollett charges was dropped, you know some some shadiness went on. So I I don't want to get in that. that I, based on what I've heard, it is is a real bad situation for him to get uh for for the charges. Like, also the uh, like also the FBI is currently investigating why the charges were dropped. That I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's what I'm and, saying. It, and, it's that big of a deal. It's it's really bad. I bet <laughs> you I'm going to probably get some friends delete me off of Facebook because <laughs> yeah. of my comment I posted. Yeah. I swear, I, I'm just like, look, I'm sorry with with the way the way we feel as black people about what happened with Emmett Till. Right. We can't be hypocrites. No, that's mm -hmm. true. a lie. You try, but I mean, like I said, it. Um, Pete said money privilege you may be right but um that might be a part of but what i what i know which i may you know i may talk about it a later time we may go into it a later time depends on how big this goes we may just add this to the first franchise podcast even though it does have nothing to do with what we talk about i think it's important to talk about that so um I, i'll see if, if everything comes out because like i said when you have politicians mad about a situation like that and a, and a politician that's already had his share of problems with the law 
you know something's wrong. Some something's bullshit is about it. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, Simp versus yeah, Comp. We had a comp player wanting to throw hands at, at Sim guys because of yeah, because he doesn't like the way the game should be played. That's now, my from it. Do anybody now, else know? Now, I, yeah, yeah, go ahead, DJ. Yeah, I he was he was joking because I looked at his tweets later. He was joking. However, anybody took the tweet, like I responded to the tweet. I thought it was hilarious. You know, I, I always find it hilarious anybody wanting to throw hands over Twitter. So <laughs> I can imagine what that fight would look like. I mean, the, a lot the, of the, but the response, that. but the but the funny response was the uh, no, that was a what, what was the response that really that yeah. response to his tweet. Yeah, you can't audible under these hands. Yeah, he said, "Don't you can't hot rod." You can't hot rod about getting knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. So I was like, "Yo," but I mean, let's just talk about it in general because you know, W's. I, I don't care for him anyway. But um, let's talk about Sim versus Comp because this somewhat's been an ongoing issue since they implemented those two. Well, we don't really talk about arcade, but since we you know implemented this part of Madden, um. I, I believe this is a reason why um, this game would never be a full sim. This is one of the reasons. Not only that you already have problems with programming, not only that you have problems with, you know, people complaining that the game's too hard when it's on sim, you try to divide a group where you see things bleed into each other. And when some people try to use their football mind against somebody who's just trying to win some money from a tournament, it, it, it doesn't work. And it's, it's, a, it's an ongoing battle until they decide to keep this separate Based on what what my predict well, well my recommendation was just put mud as a separate game, or just um uh, have it to where they just do away with this whole division altogether. Um, what are you guys' thoughts? Y'all can pick and choose who go first. Uh, I'll, I'll, like I'll, I'll go ahead. Yeah. I I look at it like this: comp players are bringing in the checks to EA. True, plain and simple. Sim guys are not. I'm like they they may call themselves sim guys that are in these tournaments, but they're comp guys. Let's just call it what it is. They're the ones bringing in the money, and we already explained the financials about what the game itself has been bringing in. Man, I wish I still I wish I still had that like graph. That. I need to find it because we we need, so, to, we need to show that graph. And then at the same time, it's like when they did separate, there were people that were warning us that this was going to happen when they separated the the groups like as far as the game like within the game itself that this was going to happen i'm like it's it's unfortunate but with all the problems including the layoffs including the the financials including this division this game i'm not even worried about it being full sim i wonder if this game is even going to survive yeah, That's like a, the thing I'm worried about the most. I, I, yeah, I think it's, it's getting to a point where it's going to, you know, pull everybody apart. To, it just you try to please everybody to the point where you please no one. Uh, what What are your thoughts, Bills? I mean, first off, the dude's name is Dubby. I can't take somebody seriously whose name is Dubby. He sounds like a pug owned by a white girl that gentrified Brooklyn. <laughs> but that's a different situation. Racist. Uh, uh, I don't give a fuck. Um, uh, secondly, uh, 
Let's talk about the fact that Zan came in. I think Zan had too many Xanax when he was posting towards uh, Smitty talking about, oh, well, I don't think you should be saying that during this time. Like, stop playing fucking Sim Community Sheriff. All right, it's ridiculous. Like, people can post what they want. Stop going and standing up for grown ass men over the internet. It's ridiculous. Hey, you know, you know, they're trying to keep that. You know, they're trying to keep the lines of communication open. You know that. Of course, but my thing is, it's like, why do, why does somebody always have to come and try to police what dudes do in this community, what they say? Uh, what games they play? Yeah, that's that's been going on for years, bro. I mean, but the, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like it's just it's ridiculous. Like badge number twenty one. They want to. Oh boy, see, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't chase anybody down because his knees are shot. So he just had to shoot the guy, right? Um, Call him, him the Sim Sheriff. Right. I mean, how many videos have you put up? It's like really. <laughs> it's like that's what we're getting to in the in, <laughs> pull over, pull over. Uh, but but no, it's just like. <laughs> y'all, y'all need to stop, man. Leave that man alone. <laughs> and, and we'll be back in a week with more tickets. But anyway, well, <laughs> uh, no, it's just like it's gotten to the point where people are way too sensitive in this community. They're way too worried about what everybody else is playing. They're way too worried about how everybody else is playing, and it's just it's crazy. <laughs> right, they're, they're pocket watching too. I don't ask Apex how much he spends on my team just to bitch about the game. That's his business. He already told us that we'd be embarrassed if he told yeah, us the I'll number. Say that. Like one time, you know, not a shot at Apex because we know who he is and he he's comfortable with what he does. My only thing is why rage about it. Apex have told us that if you were if you knew how much he spent on my team, you would be embarrassed. He, because he's embarrassed for himself. So it, it it's amazing, you know, what people do to try to not only try to enjoy a game, it, what people do to rage in a game. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the way I look at it. Oh, what were you gonna say? That reminds me of like uh, gaming lives matter, talking shit about everybody, uh, donating to everybody's channels at the same time. That's what that reminds me. Of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm gonna go and let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish because I, I got something to say. No, I was gonna say I don't really care how people play the game. I'm more so. Whole, I'll never understand why Apex doesn't just play my league on pro difficulty with slide because the reason he doesn't do it. First off, he would have no content. Um, let's just be honest. I mean, he would have no what I well, from what I was told, him and a group of other people. Which I, I mean, I'm not going to name them, but him and a group of other people who literally played this game on straight Hall of Fame and just rage out. I, uh, I don't get it. Man, look, he, well, well, see, he would have no content. That's the first thing. Uh, ever since he came back to YouTube, pretty much all of his videos have either been 2K is the worst game ever in the history of life or wow, all of a sudden the game is playing amazing. All right, well, oh, let, let's, let's, let's get back to these two these two aspects of the game because yeah. we, we know we know those guys what they're doing. Oh yeah, let, let me give my view quick. So so sim versus comp. Now, we have three sim gamers here, obviously. Um I don't think any of us care how anybody else plays the game. That's not 
our that, no. that, we, we don't care. No. But what I'm holding EA to the standard of is if you say you're making a simulation game, then make that's a simulation game. Make simulation that right. I, I can't blame comp guys for being mad because you know they want what they Listen. want. Right, if, but if this was if yeah. this was a PS2 era, mm. they would be mad because with the limitations of the PlayStation 2 version of Madden, they tried their damnness to make that as, as full sim as possible. Yeah, wait, I mean, weight, you know, speed, catch ratings, and all ratings pretty much mattered. They even tried their best to implement some type of comparable um uh, review uh replay system. Mm. They tried that. I mean, the vision cone, I mean, all these things that they had. I, they would not be able to survive back then. I can see why comp guys are mad. Now they should be mad because Madden has, should be the way where it should be a simulation. It, it, there's no excuses for you to game to have a game this good with all those resources to have this going on. But I mean, we had a graph on an episode. I think it had to be 54 or something like that, where we showed the mm -hmm. problems with the money aspect of. Madden and why it will never be the way it is. Well, here's the other thing. Now that I think of it, the last time the word sim was mentioned was Rex Dixon, and he ain't there no more. So, yeah. Now I can see why this shit's happening. Chris Thomas said, the one I hate is when you play a person in Mutt and have and got a God squad and they have 99 team and think they're the shit, but when you play regs and beat them by 40, they like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, 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 see, you know what, Chris? You have a special skill online, which is using the players according to how they're actually supposed to be used and playing sim style to beat clowns. I used to do that. I used to go on 2K online and dudes would pick the Warriors. They'd pick whatever the popular team was. And I'll beat them by like 20 with the Kings. And then here they come in my inbox. Hey, fuck shit. Fuck shit. You a bitch. You a bitch. Get better at the game. Like, like uh, ED the Gamer, he said you had to compete in the early 2000s. I, I don't even know if this stuff is on YouTube. The Madden bus, when that went around, those guys had to have football skills to play on the Madden bus. There was yes. no crazy cheesing going on. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what we grew up on, and that's what the Sim guys are looking for when they look for this type of game. Um, put them in the game, said EA won't make a sim because they don't have to, because they, they think they won't sell. People will play anything at this point. You, and you know what? That's the travesty of the exclusive license. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, I said this a long time ago. I have no problem with the exclusive license if you're going to push the game the way what we see on Sundays. The problem is they know they have the exclusive license. There's the only way you can play with your Seattle Seahawks. It's the only way you can play with your other NFL team. So it's like we're just going to put the game out there and patch as we go. And and that's the this and, and not only top of that, you have people who really want an alternative. They get some form of jet lag to where they're like, this is the only game I'm gonna play. I'm just gonna just go through the motions every year. But here, here's the other thing: those people that you're locking up with stock coverages. And they're sending you rage messages. If if Madden put out a game that was sim, they'd still be playing. They'd still be playing. What 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 option do they have? They're not gonna go back and play an actual sim game from years ago. I mean, I'm playing NFL 2K5 right now, and I mean, I, that's I, what I'm saying. You know, they're I, not I, gonna go back and play that. They're gonna say, "Well, I'll just keep playing, and if I just suck at it, then I just suck at it." But they're not going to put the game down because they don't branch out and play over sports. They're not going to go back and play actual games that were good. They're going to play 
the same games and they're going to suck at it and then they're going to try to find some type of shortcut and what they're going to be forced to do is they're going to come to a crossroads if you get better at the but game this, you put this it is, down this is another reason and, why i yeah. this is why i respect sfl those guys they don't even play I mean, not the fact that they don't, they don't really play the game they just created a league based on a game that they like and it gives other people a chance like look you can play this game and have fun it, 2k football now he does the same thing i don't get it to where you know even us as sim guys, even the comp guys or whatever, they complain about the game and they don't try to find an alternative. I mean, but I mean that's a different topic just to be bitching and moaning about a game all day. But I mean, it's just that the fact that at the end of the day, comp guys should be mad. The sim guys should be running the show. Uh, it, it is what it is. I mean, you look at NBA 2K. Hell, you even look at some form. Nobody wants to talk about this. You can even look at NBA Live. NBA mm -hmm. Live the shortcomings with that game, that game predicates itself on being sim and nobody's going over there trying to cheese that game. Because, it, and I respect NBA Live for that. Because there, if Madden gave the same, you know, attention that it did to Live as far as authentication, it'd be a totally different story. You know, you look at Madden, they're patching things in to help tournament guys, they're patching things in to jack stuff up. Every time NBA Live comes up with the update, it's there to better the game. And I got, I respect them for that. Yeah, I look at it like this. At the end of the day, y'all may not like my opinion on this, but if you're still playing it and you're still trying to tread your way at it, I'm saying you guys are just slaves, just slaving, just slaving over a game that is not going to improve itself. It's not going to get any better. Twenty won't be any better. And thank God I. Thank God I like different categories of games, not just within the sports world, but also in the gaming world. Is Because I look on my friends list and I see people still trying to play the franchise mode in Madden. I'm just like, why? It's not doing nothing there. <laughs> see, yeah. um, uh, I, I, think, I think if you have a league, I think NYK has one. If you have a league and you got a group of guys that you play with, I, I, I can understand you playing Madden. I, I do because you probably have a good group of guys yeah, they don't, they don't know any better though i'm like my league is right over at 2k and they can play online it's just just they're like i said i think i said it yesterday or i said it some other time ago where it's just people are slaves to this to the nfl in the sport well five here's the thing and it's just like i need people i want to see people break out of it and start playing these other games that are worthwhile and playing like i know i wouldn't classifying why as a slave because he sat there and did the 162 games in MLB to show. So he knows the deal. But all you other guys, yeah, y'all need to break out of it. Well, Fife, um, he said uh, it's funny how comp guys fight the idea of playing the sport itself. See, that's the thing. It's not all comp guys. It's the radical comp guys that are so against sim guys. But a lot of the a lot of the comp guys aren't necessarily against sim guys. They just want their playing field to be realistic because they play more so online than us. A lot of sim guys don't play online. I so, don't even think the comp guys want it realistic. They just want some no, no, no. money for. No, it's no because a lot of the comp guys that we're calling comp guys, we're only calling comp guys because they play competitively online. They're actually sim guys that just want the game to play realistic. Now, the radical comp guys are the ones that do want the game to play like oh, shit, and they they're hate the, us. They're, they're the attorney guys. Yeah, they, oh, hate, us. they hate us because we want realistic things in the game. Uh, I'll see uh, if you're... Um, now, hey, first of all, I appreciate him coming through. 
um, y'all, I, I, I'm pretty sure everybody in here has, but if you're listening on, you know, SoundCloud or iTunes, you don't know who this guy is. You need to go follow him, his Twitter. Excellent clips of um, all pro football. Definitely need to go check him out on Twitter. The only thing I disagree with is when he puts only in 2K because it's uh, – <laughs> <laughs> no, You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. At one point, I was actually going to make some T-shirts that said that one time. <laughs> just the troll. Just the troll I was going to do that. Nah, no you know, you should have you made some T-shirts that said only on first and frame rates. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm right like, there. Hey, now. hey, there we go. No, but um, yeah, I'm like what 2K Football now said. He's like, yeah, if you're playing in an online sim league, Madden is Madden can be fun. I, I remember the only successful league I ran was NCAA 11. I think mm-hmm. it was the first year they had online. I, I played online with that with 12 other guys in the ACC, <laughs> ACC um turn on ACC um conference uh, online turn um league, and that was fun. I do agree with see, that. Wait, 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 let me let me jump in because I see common words fun, good. It could be better. It could be seriously fun if you had all the tools and all the features. That well, I mean, DJ, you know, you know, our, you know, our you know, our definition of fun is like the authentication of the sport. Of course. It, it's not like, oh, it's fun because I oh, can. It wasn't talk trolling? Out. I, I thought I thought fun was trolling. Exactly, Fife. Wiggle two K. You goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's one knock about uh, APF. The, the 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 running animations were are not the best. Uh, man, there's a couple things at APF. But I ain't gonna pile on APF. Man. <laughs> I could go yeah, in for this. Two Kia, man. I miss NCAA Online Dynasty. It, it, I mean, that was that was phenomenal. I, I actually had fun playing that. Um, See, I just miss NCAA fourteen. Period. Yes. What, what's stopping you from playing it? I don't have a. I don't have a. I don't have an old gen console. Oh, you don't have a three sixteen. I'm not going out to oh, buy okay. one because I don't go backwards. It doesn't work like that. I they just they, somebody just needs to put out a college game with the actual schools that we're looking for. Obviously, Doug Flutie is like um. Yeah, it's like, like the closest Doug thing Flutie. we get. Yeah, that's the closest we're gonna get. But man, it would be the great. One this fall, not the. Not the one that said they were going to come out this year. Um, they come yeah, out we, we, we already oh, have. Yeah, we're, not, we're not talking yeah. about the camera. That we already know. talked about they, the they final took, call hey, selling ass. Hey, somebody, somebody put in the uh, in the comment section of um, yesterday's podcast, they said that. So basically what they did, they took the money for and, and left Mobile, Alabama and got some sweets <laughs> and Buckhead. Oh, my God. They got rich. They got rich and went to uptown Atlanta and living it up. <laughs> he said you need um cardio. You know what though, Pete Frana, and we had this debate. Hey man, stop it, stop it. I, yeah, he's right, but I love that. No, no, no. I love that. No, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say I was with you when you said that that's how the sprint should be. I agreed. The issue is, it seems like you get way less done in APF than two K five when you 2K, do. It. No, when you tap that button in two K five, you you your motor is running. But 2K, it's it like, damn, I got Barry Sanders. I got to charge this shit, the tap, the charge. It, tap. <laughs> I, 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 it's I like, damn. The, player, the players are significantly slower in 2K8 versus 2K5. Yeah, they are. You get out in the open field and you start tapping that sprint button, you got a chance to break away. I'll tell you what, 2K5, man, them, them uh, jukes on the right stick were breaking, dude, too. Oh, yeah, you press <laughs> up? 
Man. You got if you got a, a, a smaller running back and you press up on that right stick, oh, yo, yeah. you, you could do it easily, man. Warren they, Dunn was one of the sickest in oh, that he game. Nasty. He was nasty. And what a great game. Uh, anything y'all got to add before we go? Uh, we touched everything. I mean, no, uh, we, we still got drunk. Oh, we shit. Still, we still got a couple other things. Oh, yeah. God, well, let, let's get to this year and um, or this day in uh, uh, sports history real quick. Because I think this is a pretty good one. We have a couple here. All right. So the first one I think is pretty interesting. Um, in 1931, John McGraw says that night baseball would not catch on. Now, a lot of people might not remember. Uh, baseball was only played during the day for a period of time. That's true. And uh, personally, I think that the night games are some of the best games to go to. I think that I won't go to a baseball game during the day anymore. I just won't. Night game is just a better experience for me. So that was interesting. I think, I think, uh, I think day games nowadays, I think day games are good for kids. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think they're good if you take if you take a, take a kid to the game you want to take them in because they'll fall asleep at night. Right. Uh, DJ, thoughts? Uh like, like, what do you, like, like, how, like, think about this. Like, you watch baseball a decent amount. How would baseball be, like, how different would it be if the World Series was only played during the day? All-Star game was only played during the day? It'd just, it'd be different, man. I just, I just like different environments, period. Like, you can have, an like, a game with, like, because you'll have games in the World Series that take place during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like what is it? If the Super Bowl were at one o'clock, or I hate it. The NBA Finals. See, that's what I'm saying. Or if the NBA Finals had their games around like three o'clock, one o'clock. I definitely hate that. I, I I think I think at the end of the day, I think it's because we've gotten older. Because I, I, I naturally would, just I would, like watching sports at night, man. I like going to sport events at night. I don't like going during the day. I think when you're when you're watching a sport outside at night, for me, I just like it better that way. Even when I'm going to a basketball game, I just like it better that way. I don't like day games. But to tell you the truth, I'm like ever since all the sports are tied into making as much money as possible, that's why games are in the evenings, like the yeah. most important games. Are yeah, prime time. Yeah, anyway. it's prime time, yeah. I, I mean, I agree. I mean, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing or a good thing. I think when you look at – I think I look at it differently because when the game is in the daytime, like for us at um in, in, in Georgia, when I went to Georgia Southern, when a game was played in the daytime – you saw the kids out there, and it wasn't. It was more about the atmosphere than the game. And I think when you're younger, you would like to go to a baseball game, or and I think it's more of an outside thing too. Like you want to be in the outside arena when you are in a day game, like night games, basketball. It, I mean, it, to me, it doesn't really matter. No, for I me, think, either I, gamer named it. Uh, he he nailed it. It's the atmosphere. It's just. At night, like when I go to pass games and the lights are on, it just seems more important. It seems like a bigger deal. When I went to that Falcons game and it was Sunday night football and the lights were on, it was just it seemed like a bigger game. Like just that that's just how I, I that's I, just I, how I, I view it. Yeah. I told, I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not disagreeing. I totally agree. I just think with day games that yeah. atmosphere is more for the kids because yeah, definitely for them, for them it's it's to them, it's not. It's like a big, huge playground for them. 
Then tickets are cheaper too. Yeah, I mean, when a kid goes to the game, they they're watching their player, their favorite player. They may want to go play in the little play area where the kids go because I know at, at Georgia Southern we have like a football field that's uh, on the side of the end zone where mm. kids go and they they throw the football around as they watch the game. So I think the day games are more catered to kids, but nighttime when you're watching the game, I I totally agree. It it, it it's more. It just feels right at night. I told you. 100% in Waikia, definitely. College get football now, night games are great. What are you going to say, DJ? Now, I was about to say, because firsthand in high school, playing in the state championship at a time where, like, we had part of our game was during the day mm -hmm. and then the rest of the game was at night, it seemed like it didn't really get intense until right. that sunset. adrenaline started running when the lights, when the night, when the lights pop up. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. And it, was like, it was like, you know, lights are on, show up or or shut up. <laughs> yeah. This I mean, I mean, I, I feel the same way and I felt the same way when I played in high school. I, I like night games way better. No, Even no, no, um see that just goes back to what um I was saying what B five is saying. Kids don't watch nine innings, they don't. That's why I said a day a day game at a, at a baseball stadium is perfect for kids. Yeah, it's like it's like father son bonding time, really. Right, it, it's perfect for kids. I mean, they're uh -huh. not only that they'll want to look around, they they'll watch the game. They're looking around at other stuff, and if it's at night, those kids are automatically thinking it's time to go to sleep. Right. So the other the other one that I had was in 1939 on his day, first NCAA men's basketball championship. Oregon beat Ohio State 46 to 33. Jesus Christ, that's a little scoring game. <laughs> yeah, no threes back then so i understand no threes oh, yeah, yeah i totally get that the late 90s a lot of the games were low scoring no no yeah that's definitely true i mean yeah. even the style of college basketball has changed somewhat mm -hmm. but i love college basketball because the shot clock is longer and you get better possessions you don't see a lot of bad possessions in college basketball you know what? and that's another thing as much as i like college hoops 2k8 you know how much i like that game ncaa basketball 10 does a phenomenal job at teaching you how to take care of the ball on offense they run plays to and mm -hmm. I know none of y'all don't have this game. DJ, you don't even have a, you know, you don't even have the console anymore. I played it, yeah. I, I, I don't but, have it. I, I played it at length back when it was I'm pretty, pretty sure NYK in the chat, he could tell you. That game does a phenomenal job at giving you the, not only the college atmosphere, but it gives you how to handle, it gives you the tools to how to handle each possession like you would see to, in today's game. Um, I don't think... Um, uh, College Hoops 2K8, what, the thing about that game is it, the dynasty mode is just great. But yeah. as far as playing basketball on the court, exactly what you see in the Final Four today is exactly how they run their offenses in that game. EA Sports did a very good job at capturing that in that game. Now, I hate to do this, but I, I have to imagine. Now, we know about all the freelance sets that have been added to 2K over the year, I mean, especially this year, man, just imagine if there was a college game with the freelance and the flow tech and all that stuff, it would be crazy. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah, it'll be insane. Yeah, I agree. Okay. That would be that okay, would be nice. So, I have the video game aspect of it. Mm -hmm. the history. And let me pull it up on my phone real quick. Uh, best basketball game in terms of moving the ball, limited turnovers. So this, is, this was actually recent. 
history, like within the last 10 years. So in 2011, Nintendo launched the Nintendo 3DS handheld video game system in North America. It featured dual screens, one of them a 3D capable analog circle pad, you know, the typical buttons, three mm-hmm. built-in cameras, a microphone, gyro sensor. Uh, it, and it was priced at $249.99. Isn't that the same, ain't that the same handheld that's still in high regard to this day? Yep. Like a lot of people still like use and think highly of the 3DS, like right behind the Switch. I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I mean, I don't know. I, I was just curious about that. Yeah, I, I think the 3DS is highly regarded. Yeah, like in people Nintendo still like boy history. So I yeah, think like, I had the first one. Yeah, I think people are still like waiting. They like games come out for it still, and people still use it and they still play it just as much, if not just slightly lower than the Switch. And I I I think that's phenomenal. I mean, Nintendo's always been the king of handheld, so. I got a couple yeah, more. It, oh, go ahead. Yeah, because the only handheld I actually possessed was a, was the original Game Boy. That was, I'm like, you didn't know. It was a what? A, the old one with the, with the four batteries in the like, back? Yeah, it was with four <laughs> batteries in the back. Tetris. Let me see. I remember beating Tetris, beating Super Mario. Was it Super Mario Land? Was yeah, Super Mario, Land. Game? Super Mario Land was yeah, on I beat that. that. I beat the Ninja Turtles game that was on there. I forgot. I think those are the three games I had on there. So I, I had, I, I had a game. I, had and a I game. beat everybody else in Tetris too. I had a Game Boy, but um, I didn't use it much. My mom used it once. She got it for me, but she ended up taking it from me. She used it, and I didn't get another one until the um, the Game Boy SP, the one that flips like a flip phone. That was the next one I got after that. So I got a couple other good ones. Man, this day was actually stacked with some good ones. Um, on this day in 1942, Joe Lewis KOs Abe Simon in six to retain the heavyweight boxing title. Anybody who hasn't watched Joe Lewis's fights, he is one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. I can agree. I've been watching Muhammad Ali all through the week, and it just kind of makes me think about some of the greatest heavyweights of all time. Joe Lewis, man, he got to be up there, like, close to the top. I mean, it's got to be him and Ali, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple others you can oh, name. Well, Obviously, well, Joe Frazier. Yeah. said the words right out of my mouth. There's a couple uh, of those two, yeah. I, I, I'm with you on that. DJ, do you, uh, did you watch boxing back when you were younger? Uh, Mike Tyson. Uh, Mike Tyson, Sugar Ray Leonard. Yeah, uh, those are the, the 80s. Those the are like 80s the main two. Right. I grew up watching. And, you know, it was a sad day when I seen Sugar Ray Leonard get knocked out by Terry Norris. Yeah, he stuck around way yeah. too long. Yeah, I agree. Um, So the last one I have, uh, DJ may like this one. Uh, This day in 1962, Jacques Plant ties the record-winning sixth or I should say, yeah, wins the record-winning sixth NHL Vizina Trophy, which is basically goalie of the year. Six goalies of the year is insane. Yeah, that is. Wow. I mean, you think about MVP. It's not necessarily MVP, but to win the award at your position six times is crazy. Yeah. Especially, I mean, there's, there's 30 starting goalies in the world. Not back then, but I'm saying now yeah, there's 30 the starting goalies. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn. So uh, that's, that's crazy stuff. But um, yeah, you had a uh, UCLA win. They had their fifth straight title. We'll never see that again in the NCAA. Not in the NCAA, no. You only have a class for four years. Then you come back and win a fifth one? 
I mean, I think I think it's good for the game, but that's one record that you would like to see challenged. But mm-hmm. as far as the game goes, the way the, it spread out across the country, I think that that makes NCAA basketball just great. And these days, though, think about it, because um, with social media, they would get vitriol off after the second one. People would hate them and be cheering against them. People don't like greatness these days. I think Duke was a different category. I, I think no, we're not, I'm, not, I'm not even talking about Duke. It's I just greatness, not, greatness in general, though. I mean, look at – yeah, go ahead. But the way I look at it, I look at it because Duke was – let's see, they won, what, two at the time? So, like – I think they won, like, two, yeah. I know Duke, it was it was in particular Christian. When I grew up, it was Christian Leitner. Everybody mm-hmm. hated that man. Like, right. Handed everything. And then when he got into the NBA – got manhandled. <laughs> but the thing was, people don't like greatness anymore. They don't like it. They don't like too much winning. They start bitching. Why is this team win every year? That's, so if, if, a, if a college approached that, if they even won three, they would be public enemy number one. If an NBA team won three championships in a row, they'd be public enemy number one. The Warriors are about to do it. They're already public enemy. They only won two. Yeah, and they won in a row. Four. So it's like it's it, that's just what this era is. I mean, it, it's it's sad, but that's that's what it's gotten to. A couple more from this day. You had uh, 1998 Chicago Bulls Atlanta Hawks matchup at the Georgia Dome draws a crowd of 62,046. Largest in any games, uh, any NBA game. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I would have never guessed that. That's interesting. Um, I think it had a lot to do with being MJ's at the time swan song. Yeah, and it's at the Georgia Dome, so yeah, that's a lot of seats. So that's like you get in the NFL stadium for a basketball game. So yeah. sheesh. And also ninety one NCAA. I don't really know about this one. NCAA bans University of Minnesota football team from postseason play in ninety two. What happened with that? I heard about that, but I don't know. I'm not to look that up. Hold yeah, on, look that, that up because I'm I'm still having my screen thing doing its thing. Minnesota. Um, anything? Uh, you want to go ahead and jump to Gronk or what? Yeah, yeah. I'll just look that up real quick. I want to see what's going on with this. Oh, Gronk is retiring. Um. Kind of somewhat of surprise because of the age, but not surprised because of the health. Um, we all knew that he had some health issues. He couldn't stand at one point, and when he did, it was uh, a miracle. Um, I, I just think he didn't want to take the beating anymore as far as getting hit as big as he was, but it just still you know, was a lot for him to take. Um, anyway, DJ, what are your thoughts about Gronk and his career? I, I question that whole health thing because this man was partying like it was 1999. So I don't believe that for one second. You don't think I so? I do think this man supposedly while he was injured was jumping off of stuff and and just going crazy. I no, I, I don't believe that. I believe I believe he wants to party more. So rather than it appear to be a conflict of interest, I think he's just like, you know what? I won so many cha- won so many championships with the New England Patriots. Um I know I understand the average lifespan of an NFL player, and I'm out. I'm a <laughs> deuces. <laughs> so I'm gonna go party. He's good. I I, I have nothing Ooh. against Gronk. He was a great player. No, I, just, I think he was too. I mean, I, I'm. I'm it, it's just it's just that thing where it's just like you know what, I'm good. 
I, yeah, I don't I, have anything else to prove. I, I think it, I think it's um I think it's one of those situations as well. Uh, I, I wouldn't put it past if find out that there was some issue with the uh, with an injury that caused him to go out because we, like I said, I, I've known him his back. He had issues with his back, and there was other things that was there. But like you said, on the flip side, he's been doing other stuff, you know, on a, in off season. So, um, I, it could be either or. He could be just some good, or either way. I mean, I don't know for certain, but I know that's one of the first things that was said when he was retiring. Like he still had, you know, he didn't want to deal with more lingering lingering issues. Um, Bills, what are your thoughts? I think he's taking a break. He's gonna come back later this year, but that's just me. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be surprised if he take a year off either. Yeah, I, I think he'll come back sometime this season for the stretch. Oh, you'll think he'll be a, a, a Jason Witten? Not even a Jason Witten. He'll be like a Brett Favre. Like, I just want to skip most of this shit and uh, come back and play when it matters. Um, we don't really need him for most of the regular season, if we, as we've seen, as long as Tom Brady's there. We trudge through the regular season. Uh, the playoffs are when we would really need him. Um, overall, I mean, just a great career. Uh, one of my favorite Patriots of all time. Uh, somebody used the word durable. It's not really the definition. Uh, when you look at him, durable Why? means to withstand punishment and danger and I, damage. I, I don't which, think. Was, I don't think. Which, that, yeah, yeah, he didn't. The durable, like durability, is withstanding the damage, which means that you played through that. He like, did like, it. Like, like, like Brett Favre was durable. Yeah, it's like it's like if you it's like if if my car hits a pothole and the first time it hits a pothole, it goes to the shop. And every time I hit a pothole, it goes to the shop. That's not durable. Durable is withstanding damage, not overcoming it. So while his eighty five caprice, right? Exactly. (laughs) So like while his durability wasn't great, I can not I can't really blame him for a couple of those injuries. You had bitch ass T J Ward who always aims at people's knees. Uh, You had a couple other ones where people were aiming for. Uh, their knees because, you know, uh, the NFL would love to just have torn ACLs all over the place because they're more worried about paying out uh, severance package to people who have CT, but that's a different story. Um, great player, great leader, honestly, he led by example more so, but he definitely got the guys going. I think he has an argument for the greatest tight end of all time. If you say Tony Gonzalez, I won't be mad. There's nobody else in the conversation, in my opinion. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I think him versus Tony is the prime rings versus accomplishments thing. That that I mean that that's like a bare essential of rings versus cause I mean no doubt Tony no. Gonzalez, I mean I don't Tony, know, man. No, I mean if somebody come up with an argument about it, that's you know, that's basically what it is. Even no, because even without rings, look at Gronk's stats, bro. I mean, he has a shit ton of touchdowns, dude. To miss all those games, he got seventy. He got seventy something. Wasn't like anybody could stop him in the red zone. That's my point. It's like, yeah. What what what? Tony Gonzalez got? He got like almost one hundred eight touchdowns or something like that. No, hold on. Yeah, he has a lot. I think. Don't don't quote me on the one eighty. I, I just yeah, but I'm saying, I mean, no, nah, I, I, like I said, if anybody wants to say Tony Gonzalez, I definitely can see that. Um, but you know, I think Grok has a decent argument. We also got to get Jordy Nelson in somewhere uh, since he also retired. Uh, okay, he retired. What what not? What I want to talk about is um. 
I mean, my that thing, was, my thing with Jordy's like, Jordy had like that three, four year stretch. No, no. So, so that's what I was going to get to that. All right. So here's my thing. When Bleacher Report posted that Jordy Nelson was retiring, I hate when they do this. They pinpoint if the guy was not consistent throughout his career, they pinpoint like a stretch where he was really good and they ignore the rest of it. So they put like, they put his stats from like 2011 to 2015. I don't know if that's them trying to make some type of Hall of Fame plea for him or what. He's not a Hall of Famer. I agree. Not only is he not a Hall of Famer, but and I'm a huge Jordy Nelson fan, but I just hate how they did that. They're, they're trying to paint his career with a rose-colored brush, and it's just not – he was inconsistent a couple of years. Yo, Tony Gonzalez's wife named October. Was she born in October? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> got, got Chinese food. Uh, okay. So now that does, that does nothing for us. But now there's plenty of people that aren't in the Hall of Fame, which is why I say Jordy's not. He's not first. He's not second. He's not third. He's not fourth ballot Hall of Fame. And I don't think he should get in. Honestly, if you're looking at his stats, I don't, that I don't would be he, dropping the qualifications. Yeah. I mean, he had like that one, maybe what three years stretch that he was a a, a pretty good receiver. My, I'm, not even, I'm not even saying dominant. It was just a pretty good receiver. My baseline for Hall of Fame receiver, the stats I look at, Lance Allsworth. Lance Allworth. If you don't have Lance Allworth stats or above, you're not a Hall of Famer. Because Lance Allworth, he was amazing. Like, he was really good, especially for his time. I mean, that Air Coriel offense was just before his time. And there are a lot of better receivers, obviously, in the Hall of Fame than Lance Allworth. Not saying, you know, he wasn't great, but that's like the baseline. If if your stats fall below him, then you don't make it. People try to make an argument for Edelman. I can see it if you're talking about rings, but we're talking about Hall of Fame. And rings have nothing to do with that unless you're talking about a coach. So... That's, uh, I mean, people just have different qualifications for the Hall of Fame, and I honestly don't get it. That's why people think T Mac's a Hall of Famer, but you know, whatever. I think he's, I think he's a Hall of Famer based on popularity. I like the guy. I'm not, I, I can't say nothing about the stats, so I like him. Uh, you know, that, that's my, that's my only, that's my only take reason because I like him. I'm gonna be biased on that because I thought the dude was a monster when he played. Well, real quick, hold on, uh, DJ, do you think T Mac's a Hall of Famer? Hmm. I don't, I don't think he he's is borderline. Wise. I don't think he he's is borderline. Like, yeah, him, I don't think he is accomplishment wise either. I mean, yeah, based on his accomplishment, I don't think he is. I say yes because I like him. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. I I mean, yeah, I'm being honest. I, I mean, I, I like award, that's, that's my main reason. I, I just can't award, um, you know, participation trophies. Exactly. Into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you don't want to make it. And the NBA started to do that too. That's the NBA exactly start well, not the NBA, but the pro basketball Hall of Fame, I guess. It's not really the NBA, but it basically, it basically is the NBA, and you know, I mean, it's kind of what it is. I'm like, uh, I definitely like the like the fact that they did the the, the top fifty greatest players, and mm-hmm. I'd rather I'd rather him be like maybe just on the outside of fifty. Really? Of that top 50. Tracy McGrady. Man, Tracy McGrady would be in the 80s for me, bro. 
He beat well. I was at eighty. I he be about sixty-five. I think he'd be about sixty-five to seventy. Honestly, I need to see who's between fifty and hundred before. Well, 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 hold on. Let me name some guys because this is a good conversation. Let me name some guys. All right, I'm just gonna name some guys off the top of my head. Y'all say yeah, your name. Okay, Steve Nash. Is he better than Tracy McGrady? Okay, Jason Kidd. Yes. Okay. Um, Jason Kidd also played in the finals. <laughs> uh, Allen Iverson. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, Dwayne Wade. Yes. LeBron James, obviously. Why those two guys aren't in the top 50? Because it was done in 1996. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't redone it since, and I don't think any of us would be alive when they do 100. And I wouldn't like if they redid it anyway, because it's like, how do you just take guys out? Uh, what? He said Dr. J is seven. Yeah, but, okay. Here's the thing. Dr. J played what? In the, in the NBA, he played what? And he was seven? a three-point shooter. That too. What, he played seven years? He outscored Kid because he was a small boy. Are we measuring people by scoring? Oh, oh fuck boy. Okay, so, so let me let me go back to let me go back to this list. Okay, let me go back to this list because uh, yeah. Okay. Um, was about scoring, gamers. You said it's not scoring. Oh. Only. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. If you're talking about Dr. J, who has a ring, and also the fact that let's remember. Dr. J took teams to the finals. Even if they won or not, he took teams to the finals. And they weren't always crazy talented teams. I mean, if you're talking about scoring, why are we really talking about T-Mac? He has one scoring title. It's like everybody talks about Kobe Bryant being this amazing scorer for his time, but during his time when he was in his prime, he only had one scoring title. And who was he going against that was beating him out for scoring titles? You got to remember that. So when we talk about scoring, you can't that can't be the first thing you bring up and say, well, Dr. J was 70th all-time scoring. I mean, come on. There were no threes back when he played for a long period of time. He was in the ABA for his prime. I think I think 2K, I think 2K football now guys are right. Say so you, you compare yeah. players at the time they played. I mean yeah. I, I think that's actually it'll make it a yeah, little that's why it makes names, more sense. Yeah, that's why it was good to compare T Mac to the players that were playing around his time. So right. all those yeses were, were valid based on the fact that overall Right. Um, I mean I, I have more because Yeah, I have more. I mean Tim Duncan ain't in. Not yet. Kevin, Kevin Garnett ain't in. Not yet. Those guys. No, we're not in. talking about Hall of Fame, but I'm saying, like, you know, 50 greatest players. Uh, I already named one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I mean, we could uh, we keep going. T Mac isn't, he's not that guy, especially when you consider his playoff woes. And I would look at it like this, you know, because then another name. Name is associated with T Mac and that's uh -huh. Vince Carter. I yes, one A and one B. Yes, and Vince Carter is playing tremendous basketball at the age he's playing at. He's a better defender than he was it's when he was crazy. younger. But the thing was, when Vince was younger, 
It's I'm saying it's interested to see such good players that low and all time scoring. Yeah, but most of the players that are that low is because of the three point shooting. I, I think okay. if if, if D Mac didn't get hurt, I think him and Vince Carter probably had like a very identical uh career. My thing with Vince Carter was like he could have been so great, but a lot of times he settled for bad shots when he could have got to the rim whenever he really wanted to. Uh, T Mac is Kobe and Dort, so <laughs> well, Kobe, nah, I'm not really gonna take Kobe. I don't, I don't have anything else. Y'all got, y'all got anything else? I'm, I'm ready to close it up. Yeah, I don't really got anything else. Yeah, I'm ready to go play some more MLB the show. And it's been a, this I, has I, been a pretty good episode though. I really, yeah, especially uh, to run two consecutive episodes. Yeah, so we go back to back like, like this and get this much, you one, know. Yeah. And if y'all want to pick up this, uh, anybody in the comment section that wants us to pick up this discussion that we were just having next week, we can always do that. If y'all want to hear us talk more about 50 greatest players, who will be added after that, I think it's a pretty good conversation because there's a lot of great players that came after that aren't in. And people always want to say, well, why don't we replace the people in the top 50? But it's like, no, you can't do that. I mean, you awarded them the top 50 players uh, or as being a top 50 player at that time, you can't all of a sudden compare them to guys these days with how the game has changed and then say, well, we're going to take you out. You can only add to it. So Yeah, I mean, we definitely could touch on it. I mean, down the road. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with it at all. all right. I think all the other stuff that's going to be going on, you know, mm -hmm. every week we find certain topics to talk about, and, you know, that's yeah. what we do. Um, what were you saying, DJ? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I think at least one topic – each week, we should get it based on the the listening audience. Yeah, right. based on what they want. I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem putting a poll up or anything. That's not a problem. Yeah, we just need, we just need uh this yeah. same volume of people to show up and and more. Honestly, let's get up yeah. to 30, 40, 50. Yeah, I agree. Um, definitely keep telling people about the podcast and bring them on and let them come through. Send them the link. Ask them to listen. Um, that's all we do. We ask for you to listen. Give us a few minutes. I promise you'll stay the entire time. This is a uh, first and frame race episode sixty. That's what she we, told uh, Robert Kraft. No, we, I, I don't care about what you said about him. <laughs> I really don't. That 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 whole situation is just gross, especially after looking at that uh report. Um, yeah. <laughs> episode sixty. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes. If you already here at the um on the YouTube channel where we go live. If you haven't already hit the subscribe button, um, if you want to listen to us on the go, you can do that. Like I said, with iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, also catch us up on Twitter. I'm VF Baller. DJ is DJ81. Bills is Bills Fourth. And um, that's pretty much it. We talk about sports and sports gaming. We keep it 100 with you. And we just basically let you know how we feel about topics throughout the week. And that's pretty much is going to be it. And, I bet um, those guys wish that Cardi B kept it 100 with them. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Date rape. All right, and, guys. I already <laughs> see the, and I already see the hypocrisy with that one, too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, guys. We're going to close it out. And, um, guys, take it easy. Peace. Peace. Peace out. All right. I know people are going to still be listening to us. I don't care. I need to get these goddamn <laughs> windows off my screen. All three of my windows are fucked up, man. <laughs> I know they're going to still be here. I don't give a damn, man. I'm going to get this shit straight. Man. This shit's pissing me off. This is a little bit of extra for y'all to have, man. This is what we talk about behind the scenes and shit. It's like, oh, one God. more thing. One more thing. I did drop a video. 
on my channel. Yes, I know. I it's a dead channel, but I just dropped a video. Go check it out. It's about the division two. Uh just highlighting the sound the soundtrack and you know. Yeah, go ahead and check the J Miles. J Miles, you said who that and good night. My only question is, is your fan base gonna throw a parade next year and criticize the fact the Falcons are in the division and they're gonna beat y'all out or <laughs> what's, what's gonna be the next pity party uh, parade that y'all throw? <laughs> just just asking for a friend. All right. Oh man. Cool. Uh yeah, man. It's like right now, my um oh here we go. All right. Oh, you got it fixed now? Trust the process. Wait, did he drop out? Mm, did he? He must have. Because you say y'all have the fir first pick overall. What are you talking about? Hmm. First pick overall. Wait a minute. First pick overall? Y'all got the first pick overall. Cardinals got the first pick. Yeah, are you going to close this out? Fuck it, we can we can just have the outtakes right now. Shit. Yeah, it seems like what that's what's going on. So this is a little extra. Shout out to the eight we're people that are still here for whatever reason. Yeah, we're in OT at the moment. <laughs> not, not to be confused with uh, Smitty going twenty-two innings. Oh, see. See, so, not to be confused to with the overtime, not to be confused with the overtime where Breeze threw that pick either. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're talking about, you know, talking about overtime, overtime. Jay, no, Jay Miles ain't a card fan. And definitely not to be confused with the Philadelphia uh, Flyers who got swept uh, by the Capitals and are in danger of missing the NHL playoffs. Oh, boy. Trying to troll us about Bryce Harper. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bryce is gonna be playing in a day game tomorrow. I gotta catch all those games tomorrow. Oh man, I'm they got the Phillies. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out if I'm gonna if I'm gonna jump on the show first because I really want to get this franchise started. I just want to jump into the regular season and just and just and just go at it. Yeah, I am um, heavy. I've been playing road to the show. Um. I'm really now that I figured out this whole interface thing for how I'm hitting, I'm gonna keep playing because I went three for five. I had four RBIs that game, so I'm trying to get my batting average up. Okay, wait a minute. Is it possible? I, I know we're we're way going over. It's still this thing is still alive. <laughs> Where did it go? He, it's oh, he dropped out. Age, oh boy. He probably had to reset his computer. So uh, told him not to stop at Radio Shack. Oh shit. Oh. All right, all right. Now I'm back in, go. all right? Yeah. All right. Back Fuck in. it, I'm shut this bitch down. Man, it, my, <laughs> bro, man hey, and like my windows are like fucked up, man. PC problems, yo. PC yo, I problems. told you to upgrade from Windows 7. No, I'm in Windows 10. No more <laughs> yeah. VR came in like a principal that saw a fight going on. Fuck, I'm shut <laughs> yo, yo, I, yo, I, li I literally had to go through Taskmaster and go on Taskmaster, Task uh, Manager, <laughs> and go back and do this shit, man. This Kevin's shit was pissing me off. Controlling <laughs> <his computer>. <laughs> <laughs> this is going off the rails. Yo, this shit is crazy. So y'all got a little bit extra bullshit going on, man. There's, There's still seven good. people here. I know, right? I know. Appreciate y'all who came and listened to this dumb Shit, man. <laughs> oh, so wait, I, to clarify what his first pick overall meant. I know, right? Unless, unless you have the SoundCloud, man. If you got this extra shit, it's all good. Y'all be easy. Peace. All right, peace. peace.